0: simple. To me, Abigail
1: was a delicious poison. An
2: intoxicating, overwhelming poison.
0: My goodness, it's a Monday at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. What in the world does that mean? That means we are back. We are back for another episode of Abby's Window. And I am Jeff Watson, and I am joined as always by our resident Abby, Jody Gilly. Jody, how are you today?
1: I'm fantastic. How are you doing?
0: Hey, I'm great. I'm doing great. Um, Today was a great day. So, um, really happy that, uh, that I had the day that I had. And, Mm -hmm. um, it was, it was tremendous. So, um, you know, got to see my kids for the first time in over a year, which was, uh, it was just amazing. So I'm not going to talk about it anymore because I've already been emotional enough today. <laughs> so, anyway, um, <laughs> so, you know, welcome everyone for joining us tonight. Um, we really appreciate you kicking off this Monday with us. And, you know, we, we've got some questions for <laughs> uh, questions about what happens with Bray Wyatt um, because tonight's draft night number two so Mm
2: -hmm.
0: will we see the fiend stay at home on smackdown or will he be making a trip to monday nights that will be answered tonight so i'm really excited about it um so before we get going here I am uh, going to shout out a few people, and then, Jody, I'm, I'm just going to give you the floor. Uh, I'm, I'm going to ask you about uh, the match Friday night and then just kind of what you think is next. But we've got Liam, Moda, C Wrestling, Rusty Shackleford, uh, James Chadwick, Dave in Real Life, what's up, Sonny Wolf, Drift Lewis, Tyler Hahn joining us from Facebook. Uh let's see here. Who else? Wait, we- Sean Rousseau. I said it right. Sean <laughs> Um, thank you for joining, Steve Walker. I am Tiaz, Johnny Bates, Meme Collector Thirty, Sunny Wolf. I probably said your name already. Cal <laughs> Martins. Um, yeah, drift? I drift. Is yeah, dr- yeah, yeah. I said okay. drift. If meme not, collector I'm going to say it Gambit- again. Yeah, I don't you know what? I don't want drift to uh to break down any more doors or create new <laughs> windows where there were walls. So, uh Kevin Correa just joined us, so hello to you. Um yeah, so we're going to you know what? We're going to kick this thing off and um so we got a match. We got a match and it was the first television match that the fiend has had and I thought it was very interesting the uh timing of that first ever match. So um okay <laughs> I butchered your thanks
1: We butcher everybody's name.
0: It's all good. anyway. So um listen just take it as a sign of affection. Um <laughs> Listen, if I screw up your name, I'm sorry. It's not intentional. <laughs> um yeah. Anyway, so Jody, mm. give us your thoughts on the match that we saw Friday. Um we've got we got the fiend versus Kevin Owen. So give us give us what you thought about that match.
1: I thought it was fantastic. I mean, the thing that got me the most was the drop slams that bray did on ko with one arm you were just like what in the world i mean because ko's a big guy but he just dropped him like it was you know a foam board (laughs) i thought it was a fantastic (laughs) match obviously there you know there was one little botch in there but i think they recovered it really well i think it's going to be poetic and this is you know giving some some teasers for the future, I think it's going to be poetic that it was his first and will be his only match on SmackDown. Mm. Um, So I think that's, I have a feeling that's probably why they did it, (laughs) because it was going to be his only match on SmackDown. Um, Obviously, we all completely marked out for the ending. And I thought that was also very poetic that him and Alexa were literally on the same page. They stood there, they stared at each other, and in unison they looked, they turned at Ko, looked back at each other, and then the lights went out. It was fantastic. I loved every single minute of it.
0: So, in terms of in terms of the uh, the match itself, I mean i I just I love the physicality of it. Mm-hmm. And and the fact that you know whatever Kevin threw out at the fiend, he just it was just like I'm nothing. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sell that for you. Come on, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, like what in the world? Um but I so obviously like you said, we get Alexa at the very end.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um what what did you take away from her appearance and what do you think that kind of symbols going forward, especially now that we're in night two of the draft?
1: I'm still not totally sure what's going to happen with Alexa. I think now um, I've gotten some new information that I did say that I thought they were going to get split up. Now I kind of don't. I kind of mm. think they will get drafted together to Raw because I think Raw is going to give them a little bit more – freedom to to make it as crazy as they want to be. So um, now I kind of feel like Alexa is probably going to go with him. I think the big key point of that entire segment was to show that the Fiend and Alexa, kind of like we said before, that Alexa was going to be, you know, another version of the Fiend. I think that whole segment was proving that because they were so in unison, almost like the same person. Yeah. You know, their body language, everything was exactly the same. So I think that was the key point of that whole segment was to show us that the Fiend and Alexa are on the same brainwave.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it was amazing. It it really felt like I don't know if you've seen the movie Sinister. Yes. Okay, You remember at the end of Sinister and spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen the ending of it. (laughs) <laughs> um, you remember at the end when the uh, the bagul or whatever it's called he kind of looks at the camera and then the kids kind of turn their heads the same way
2: mm-hmm.
0: that's the exact vibe that I got when I saw that I was like okay that I, I see what's happening here yep um, you know I personally I, I was the horror fan in me loved that moment because oh yeah It's just so, it's just so so good um, in terms of layers to a story. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, Ray added
1: to that with his tweet. So,
0: yes, (laughs) yes, (laughs) Um, because the
1: wrestling spent quite a little bit of time in DMs, kind of trying to break that down and what it really meant.
0: Right, right,
1: quite interesting.
0: Moda says, Jeff, I haven't seen it, so thanks. Listen, I did say spoiler alert. <laughs> I did throw it out there. I had to. Um, Sean Rousseau says, like you I gave a lot away. I didn't. I, no. I didn't give too. I could have really, really spoiled the whole thing. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, it's phenomenal. Like, it's go check movie. out. Mm-hmm. Go check out Sinister. It's really, really creepy, and I, I loved it so. Um, Joey's, advent- Joey's adventure says the head turns reminded me of Undertaker and Kane. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, I, that's a that's a really good. Yeah, that's really good right there. Um, okay, so now we got to talk about the elephant in the room,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and the elephant in the room is did we? And you've already kind of talked about this, but did we see the last? Of the fiend on SmackDown. Yep. You think you think is that cut and dry?
1: Yep. 100%. Okay. I am completely 100% convinced, no doubt in my mind, that Bray is going to go to Raw. Okay. I don't have a single doubt at all. (laughs) (laughs) None. I also think that tonight I think Bray will also be the first pick.
0: You think he'll to be tonight, the first bro? pick tonight? Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh and you've kind of already mentioned this too, but do you think that Alexa is are they joined at the hip at this point?
1: I think so. It would for now now. It would be a surprise if she stayed on SmackDown. Okay. I think. I know I said last week that I thought for sure they were getting split up, but now I don't think so. <laughs> Can't really <laughs> okay. share too much, but um, yeah, I don't think they're getting split up now.
0: A, uh, a little behind the scenes. I'm,
1: I'm, I may have some. Maybe, maybe,
0: <laughs> maybe. We won't we won't go any further than that. No. Um I I agree. I think that the fiend um uh, and, and here's the other thing too that I don't think enough people are talking about. They on the draft pool, they have him listed as Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Now when they're mentioning the fiend, they don't say the fiend Bray Wyatt.
2: Mm-hmm. So I
0: think that's something for people to kind of keep an eye on. Yes. Uh, but I definitely, definitely do think that he ends up on a raw. Mm-hmm. I think Alexa will be with him and I can totally see both of them winning their respective rumble matches. I can, Ooh. I can see it now. I, I don't, I'm not calling it for sure, but I would not be surprised if they both at the, I mean, Alexa hmm. winning the women's and the fiend winning the men's. I can definitely see them both winning it at the same time, because I think that sets I up
2: love that. for,
0: for something, you know, at WrestleMania,
1: something huge at WrestleMania. Yeah. Cause if you think about it, Think about WrestleMania as the culmination, not necessarily the culmination, but the climax of the year. So, obviously, the big thing that we want as Bray fans is I would love to see Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. But who would, if Alexa stays on this path of being this fiendess, you know, who is her biggest rival? Who do you, like, I'm asking you guys, like, who do you think, if Randy is, you know, Bray's ultimate rival, where we think this, this story is going to hit a climax, who would be that person for Alexa? So if she was going to have a WrestleMania match of the same caliber mm. as Bray versus Randy, who would be that person for her?
0: I mean, for me, I think if if they're they're going to do it and I forget, I mean, it feels like Friday was a year ago at this point. (laughs) Um, But the way to really do this thing would be Nikki Cross Mm -hmm. Um, to have that whole thing really implode because we haven't seen Nikki in the last few weeks where we've gotten more of this. You know more of the stuff with the fiend and um and alexa so for i really think that to have the emotion to have the story there they've already got so much with nikki that i think it'd be just i think that would just be an amazing match uh to add to that and Mm -hmm. you know and obviously that If we're talking non-title match, then that makes sense because a lot would have to happen in order for that to be a title match. So I would say, you know, I I see here, uh, Butterspart says Asuka. Um, If they build something starting now, yes, that would be Mm -hmm. amazing. I would love to. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see that.
1: Yeah. Uh, If you think about her past, though because obviously Randy is in Bray's past. Yep, yep. And I think one and Joey's Adventures kind of said it too. Like I think one that was always the the thorn in her side in the past was Charlotte Flair.
0: Agreed. Agreed. So
1: we could see, I mean just fantasy booking obviously, but we could yeah, see yeah. Alexa versus Charlotte Flair and Randy versus Bray at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yes, Nia Jax would be a big one too. They did have a pretty big long feud.
0: That's true. Um, that would be a good one too. Rusty is Ru- Rusty is uh threatening violence against um yeah. He's saying I'd slap, he said I'd slap a baby to see Alexa versus <laughs> Liv. though. <down. laughs>
1: Tisk Tisk.
0: <laughs> we, we we do not condone the slapping of babies but we will we will uh, display your comment on screen <laughs> uh, Moda says just to clarify I think the Fiend will go to Raw but with WWE announcing Friday that Braun is staying on Smackdown and Lars um, is back in WWE could they pull a swerve I don't think they will
1: but no. um, Although I did just see apparently in the battle royal tonight, Alexa and Nikki are both in it. Ooh. I just literally just got that message in my Firefly Funhouse admin chat. Okay. So that would be interesting. That will be interesting.
0: Yes, that will be interesting. Maybe they start to plant those seeds this evening. Possible. Uh, it is. It is very possible. Yeah, Alexa um, in that
1: battle royal, and apparently Nikki is as well. So
0: yeah. Uh, meme collector thirty says, "I think we could see Alexa versus Oscar. If Alexa wins the battle royal tonight, although the winner is rumored to be Eva Marie." <laughs> um.
1: She was in Orlando.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. She, so um, we do know there, that
1: Eva Marie's in Orlando. So
0: and there were there have been a lot of reports um that she has officially signed with the WWE once again and that she is returning. So that's out there. A lot of people are saying that she will show up tonight. Hmm. So we shall see. Um I know one thing, I know Days fan would be extremely happy
2: <laughs> if that
0: happens. Um, I, I know he's going to be over the moon. Um, but you know what? Butterspark brings up a really good point. <laughs> Depends on how long Lars can stay back in the well, WWE.
1: He's in trouble already, so
0: yes yes, um
2: <laughs> I don't know how that's gonna turn out
0: I don't, yeah, I mean <laughs> you uh you might hear a story about his release before you hear about any plans uh <laughs> with him, so um <laughs> yeah, he um you know, and I'm not gonna go into detail um about it because um
1: let's just say you know, he's, in tr- he's in trouble again already he's in
0: trouble again. Yeah, he he's in trouble again. So, um, yeah, (laughs) yeah, we'll just leave it at that. (laughs) So, so, um, so so obviously
1: Bray is the number one pick tonight for RAW. What would your reaction be?
0: Um, I wouldn't be surprised. No. Uh, no, I I I wouldn't be surprised because I mean he is Bray freaking Wyatt, so of course. I mean, so, All right, yeah, so what he's if he's just,
1: not the number one pick?
0: Then I'm shocked. Mm-hmm. Because I think I think this is the perfect opportunity for Raw to kind make of make a statement. Yeah, and make a statement and, and reimagine mm-hmm. itself. And I think the way that you do that is right now you've got three stories if you draft Bray that make the most sense to revolve your show around. Mm-hmm. You've got retribution. Mm-hmm. You've got the Hurt Business. Mm-hmm. And now you get The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. Those are three stories that can carry any show.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: book around those. Be smart about how you do those. Um, I would even eventually put uh, put the tag team titles on uh, Cedric Allen. Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin and have them as your tag champions, even though, or I'd have them feud with the New Day since we know that Kofi and E—I mean, Kofi and uh Woods are going to Raw.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They were drafted to Raw. So, so do you think that, that
1: I- means now off topic, you think that means now since the SmackDown champions are on Raw, do you think that means that um the Raw champions move to SmackDown?
0: No, I don't. I think this is the perfect time to unify the titles. Hmm. I don't think you have... I think with some of the things that WWE did last week with those picks, <laughs> obviously splitting up uh, Tucker and Otis.
2: Oh, um, so
0: sad. Yeah, I know. That sucked. Um, but splitting them up, you're kind of robbing yourself of more tag teams so you sent your Smackdown tag team champions over there you sent Miz and Morrison over there I think what you do is you have you have the belts unified at some point Mm. somehow some way so that means we'll probably get a New Day versus Street Profits uh matchup which you know whoever wins will be the unified champions which I would be okay with because it would make the belts feel a little more prestigious to me. But then Um, you don't
1: you really don't see a match for them until pay-per-views. So how do you build a feud?
0: Well that's where that's where you have the champions kind of go I think that's why they put the belts on the new day because they They don't really, they, I think they kind of transcend that because they've been around so long. Mm -hmm. And I think you can also have that attachment to Big E if they're able to go back and forth, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so I think that's what you do is you have them go back and forth, kind of like the women's champions. I mean, they're, they're going to,
1: they kind of, they're going to
0: be going back. Yeah. Go everywhere. So, you know, I, I think that's, I think that's probably, um, the way to go. But what, what are you thinking about, about that in terms of the tag team championships? I know it's way off topic and not about, Bray, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this, I mean, this is a good conversation to have though.
1: I, that was my only concern when I saw that they got moved to raw. Cause if they're not going to unify the championships, then really street profits should move to SmackDown and then they just swap belts if that makes sense. And Mm -hmm. actually me and my husband were talking about it that night. If you unify the belts, then they only get matches during pay-per-views and it's hard to build, you know, rivalries and feuds if they're on different brands, but they're going to feud at a pay-per-view. So that's my only biggest concern about it. I do think that it would make the belts more prestigious, but then we don't see them as often. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I
1: haven't seen, you know, obviously I'm kind of new, still kind of new to wrestling. I've only been watching for the past like three years or so, but so I haven't seen unified belts. I don't know what it looks like.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, for me anyway, I, I love the idea of just having one tag team championship because it makes the tag matches seem more prestigious. Mm -hmm. And, and then, you know, what can happen is instead of always it always being based off of storylines it can be based off of merit so if you've got tag teams on smackdown they're wrestling each other and for the for the opportunity to challenge for those belts to challenge for the Uh,
2: pay-per-view yeah that makes sense yeah, yeah
0: yeah i get that yeah all right uh i'm cool moda moda says here insiders i posted on c's video yesterday that maybe eventually you could have the fiend take over Retribution and go against the Hurt business. Remember, Bray and Bobby have Twitter beef.
1: They do. They okay. do have Twitter I, beef.
0: Tell me about that because I, I do not know about that.
1: It's it's not recent. I think this was back a couple of years ago. But didn't they have like a? I do remember them kind of having a back and forth. For a little while, kind of like what Drew McIntyre and Tyson Fury (laughs) are doing right now. Um, Yeah, they kind of had a back and forth there for a little bit on on Twitter. Um, I think, yeah. I don't remember what it was exactly, but... um, Yeah, that would be interesting. I still would like to see... Yeah, EJ Movement said it. Bray did a cryptic a cryptic tweet to Bobby some time ago.
2: Huh. Yeah.
1: Um, I would still like to see Brock come back and challenge and and see the the match that never happened between Bray and Brock. <laughs> that would be something that I would really like to see. Yes, because they were supposed to have that match a few years ago and never got to do it because Bray got injured, I believe. So, I would really like to see that match come to fruition.
0: It'd be nice. It'd definitely be nice.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Let's see. Moda says it was back in July
1: 2019 when Bray posted his epic binary code response, which translated to I'm in your house.
0: Oh, okay. 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 Uh, Johnny Bates said something about Kimberly hey, <laughs> and, and if you I know this is also off topic but if you guys if you have seen Impact join us tomorrow night for our watch along but if you haven't come by tomorrow night starting at 7.30pm we will do our weekly Impact watch along um, Impact is always fun it's, mm-hmm. it's always fun um, but Johnny doing a little bit of a fantasy booking here. It says, imagine this, the last draft, going to Monday Night Raw, the GOAT, Kimberly. <laughs> <laughs> she is uh, wrestling. Oh, we got a boost in the house already. James Chadwick not letting us down with a boost. <laughs> boost. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, she is wrestling uh, Kylie Ray, I believe, tomorrow night. Johnny so uh so yeah there's that for you. Um Callan Corner, thank you for joining us Jesse. Um she says I remember that tweet. Mm-hmm. Uh Eustace, hello Eustace. Uh Eric Buchanan, how are you? EJ Movement. Uh if I missed anybody I apologize. We've just we've had some really good conversation about <laughs> some stuff tonight. So I, um
1: I think that if braid doesn't get drafted first, it will be because Randy did.
0: Mm. That's a good point. Do you think that adds to that rivalry that much more?
1: I think it would if it was the other way around. I think if Bray gets drafted first and Randy gets drafted second to Raw, I think that might tick Randy off a little bit. Yeah. And you could start a feud that way. Like I should have been like kind of what AJ had his reaction. Like I should have been drafted first. I think Mm -hmm. Randy could do something similar. Be like, you drafted him over me. You know what I mean? But I don't think Bray would care too much if Randy was drafted first. If that makes sense.
0: Now, here, here's a, a, a question for you. When do you think we get their first encounter?
1: Depends. I mean, I think we could start to see it after the Rumble, maybe. Okay. I think eventually... I don't know. I could see Randy getting that title eventually. And then Mm -hmm. if Bray wins the Rumble, that would be, you know, he's going to go after Randy.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: If it's going to go that way. Because Randy took his title at WrestleMania. It's only fair that Bray take his. Only
0: fitting. Only fitting. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Joey's Adventure says, Jody, do you think Bray and Alexa get drafted in the same round? Or do you think they go a couple of rounds apart to keep fans guessing?
1: I don't think a couple of rounds apart. If they do get drafted in different rounds, I think it'll, Bray will be in the first, Alexa will be in the second, just because of the caliber and of Alexa Bliss and how great she is. I don't really see her going in a later, later round. I could see her going in the second or third round. Okay. Um, But I think, yes, they could definitely do it with some time apart because they know that that's what all the fans want to know. Right. They want to know, are they sticking together or are you splitting them up? So.
0: Um, Sonny Wolf, I think, asked the most important question that we've seen in the chat tonight. Should I grab cheesecake from the fridge? Yes or no? Yes. Listen, anytime there is cheesecake anywhere, it you just not go be in the for fridge.
1: it. It should be in your mouth.
0: Yes, it should be in your <laughs> mouth, you know, <laughs> traveling to your stomach. Yep. And um dancing on your taste buds. So uh <laughs> so yes. Um <laughs> Brandy says, I want Bray and Randy. Uh, so yes, that we will, all do. We all all do. Oh, Moda, we all
1: want that feud.
0: Yes. Oh, uh, Moda Uh, yeah. says, could we see a brief crossing of paths between Bray and Randy backstage tonight? That would be epic. Um. Mm-hmm. So here's think, something
1: important to answer to to ask uh-huh. too. If Bray gets drafted to Raw tonight, do we see the Fiend interfere?
0: In KO's match tonight. Oh. Oh man. Um. I think we could because, you know, Kevin has already started. There's already these things out there about changes. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't know if I'm changing yet or not. You know, and all the, I I think that uh. I think we could see that. And I you think, think we a mandible could see... is
1: in his future.
0: I do. I do. I think it in his I think it's in his uh, very near future um, that he will get um a mandible claw. And I think we'll start to see some changes. And I, and I don't know what that looks like for KO. Um Eustace is saying exactly what I'm thinking. Sheesh, I wish I had some cheesecake right now. <laughs> I, I agree. Uh, <laughs> I did have some cheesecake uh yogurt though, which was really good. Um, we
1: are fully we I don't have cheesecake, but we went to an international food market and Jeff you already know this. We went yes. to an international food market over the weekend. We actually took the kids to Cincinnati and took them to great wolf lodge for a couple of days. And our favorite international food market is in Cincinnati and, uh, they have a British food section, the size of a regular grocery store. So, um, I'm exaggerating. It's not really that big. It's like four aisles full of British food. So our, our cabinets are now stocked with British candy. And potato chips.
0: <laughs> Man. Know I'm, I know where I'm making a trip to.
1: <laughs> I already invited I, you for Thanksgiving.
0: You did. You did. I. Um, yeah, you, you did. I'm going to have to <laughs> seriously uh, <laughs> try to make a plan to, to make that happen. Because, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, everyone except James Chadwick at this point wants uh cheesecake because he <laughs> says he does not like cheesecake. Um, apparently Days is joyous um about even Marie's return. Um, Eric Buchanan <laughs> that is was trying so awesome,
1: to. By the way, <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Eric Buchanan um is trying to get blocked, I think, or timed out. Um, because he <laughs> keeps mentioning the name that shall not be named. Yes. Um, he
1: who shall not be named.
0: Yes. Um, Jesse says, thanks a lot. Now I want some cheesecake. I like those flavored ones from the Safeway of all things. We actually hey. have
1: a cheesecake factory across the street from our house.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, I have one not, not too far. Um not too far from from here. It's uh maybe about five about five miles or so. Um <laughs> but yeah, I think I've decided. I, I am going to uh make a quick little run after we get done. To the
1: cheesecake factory and, uh,
0: and I'm gonna get some cheesecake. Okay. I just am. I, today's a day that needs to be celebrated, so <laughs> Yes, we did uh reach Josh a
1: thousand subs. So yeah, we can celebrate with cheesecake. Yeah. Such a
0: steak. yeah. <laughs> Joshua Mickelson, hello to you. Um, thank you for joining us. Um so... Jesse says, I do not like green eggs and ham. <laughs> I do not like them. <laughs> Sam, I am. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Brady, uh,
1: I got lots of tubes of British Smarties. Absolutely did.
0: Oh really? They have those there. Oh my gosh! Are those are those available anywhere to uh to order?
1: Yeah, I'm sure you can get them on Amazon.
0: Okay, all right. We'll have to uh we'll have to chat offline about that because I'm (laughs) I'm interested in uh (laughs) not
1: because they ship them from England, but
0: (laughs) oh gosh, okay. Well, you
1: can you can get Smarties on Amazon.
0: Okay, well, you know what it. What's funny is it seems like every single one of our streams turns into conversations food. about food. Yeah. So um, so how about this? We've we've done this before, but you know, I want to take a little bit different this time. So, Jody, and I and I want to throw this out to the chat as well. Okay. Let's say that you are approached by a company that um, is a candy maker.
2: Uh Uh-huh.
0: And they say, we want you to be the one that designs a fiend candy bar.
2: Oh, gosh. (laughs) Okay.
0: What what goes in said candy bar? Oh. And we want to hear from the uh, chat as well. Um,
1: I don't think you go too sweet. Ha no. Ha. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I don't know. I'd have to put some nuts in there because beans a little nutty. A little nutty. Yeah. You'd have to put some nuts in there. Maybe some peanut butter. Yeah. Um I don't know because I can't think of candy bars without thinking about Bray because he doesn't really like candy. So my instinct is to do would be to do something that's not like candy at all. Just because I know he doesn't really eat candy.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: I don't know. I like Sunny. Yeah, he said pumpkin. Pumpkin. It's, you know, how Sunny
0: says uh caramel, peanuts and M&Ms, that's good. What about caramel Jessie,
1: peanuts and smarties?
0: There you go. There you go. Butterspark <laughs> is just trying to kill somebody saying cyanide, so um <laughs> <laughs> It just, I mean, he's just trying to kill. I somebody. got it. Um, You'd have to put we some get
1: salted caramel in it. There you go. So then it's sweet, but not too sweet, and you get that little salty bite to it.
0: Yes.
1: So maybe some yes. nuts and some salted caramel.
0: There you go. There you go.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, we're we're keeping you guys, uh, keeping you guys busy with the <coughs> the fiend stuff yet. Red M and M's. Yes, red M&M's.
1: Red m and salted caramel, and nuts.
0: Yes. Um, Jesse says, cherry filling, of course. We need blood. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, we need some blood. We do need blood, and there will be blood. Bean candy um, would be
1: like those jalapeno jelly beans. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, see, I feel like you got to have Okay. Here here's mine. And this is going to come completely out of left field, but hear me out. Caramel. Mhm. Either walnuts or pecans.
2: Mhm.
0: Um we've got to have a little bit of cherry nougat. Mm. In there. Okay. And the piece de resistance. Candied bacon.
2: Ooh. Mm-hmm. That
0: that would be that would be my fiend bar. Okay. So the candied bacon is just a shout out to Huskis.
2: Mm-hmm. For sure. So
0: yeah, that's I that's like that. what Eustace <clears throat> says, how about walrus meat?
1: <laughs> <laughs> See that's what I was trying to think Because I know he really doesn't eat candy So I'm like how can you turn Like candy into You know Like beef jerky
0: <laughs> Yep <laughs> Oh man Eric Buchanan says Grey water filling or Boogeyman's worms <laughs> Ew <laughs> Oh, man, that would be, you know what, we're, we're probably going to, that's what I wanted to ask you next. So we've been getting some, some teases from the boogeyman. Mm-hmm.
2: That
0: he's coming back. Do we get those two facing off? Even if it's just like a brief, you know, like a brief little thing between them.
1: I think that would be an interesting clash. I would like to see it. I think it's possible. Yeah. yeah I'd like to yeah. see that I think Boogeyman has said something About Bray before If I remember I could be Totally wrong about that But I do I half remember him Being asked about having a feud with Bray Um, As most people have been asked About having a feud with Bray um, And I, I kind of remember him saying that he, he Would like that.
0: that That would be amazing That would be amazing Okay, so I got uh, a
1: couple of questions now. Yes. Alright, first question. <clears throat> Obviously, The Fiend is in the commercial for Hell in a Cell.
2: That who laugh.
1: is Uh-huh. Is he going to be featured in Hell in a Cell? Is he going to have a Hell in a Cell match? And who is it going to be against? Mm. Realistically.
0: Realistically, I mean, realistically, at this point, you'd have to say Kevin,
2: mm-hmm.
0: just because they they've started this, you know, this feud um, in the last several weeks. So that's that would be my guess. Realistically, um, I I can't really see him doing anything more so than that right now, unless we get some type of huge swerve. thing that to happens tonight. Yeah. I mean, unless we get a swerve tonight, I don't really see anything else happening. I could see um yeah, I could see that that happening. What about you? What what do you think is going to be? Do you think he's gonna have a match or do you think he gets involved in one?
1: My gut tells me he gets involved in one, because, I mean, yes, realistically, you could just say that he's going to have a match with KO, but we've already seen it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? Like, I just, I think it would be a good match if if that were to happen, but because they don't really have that huge history. I don't really see it going too far. I like what butter said about fiend versus Owens versus black. That would be cool.
0: Yes. But I also
1: think that maybe hell in a cell would be a good opportunity to set up his next feud Hmm. by having him interfere with something.
2: Hmm.
1: So I really don't know. I mean, you know, realistically you'd think it would be him versus KO at hill himself.
0: Yeah. Here okay, so I've got a I gotta shout out James Chadwick here. And I mm-hmm. want to take this a step further. James says fiend attacks in the Orton versus Drew match. I would now, love that. I love that. But here's where I'm gonna throw it. <clears throat> the fiend helps Randy win.
1: Because he wants the belt.
0: Because he wants the belt. Hmm. So he helps
1: so what if Randy he attacks in. Drew?
0: Exactly. Hmm.
2: Huh.
0: What what do, what do we think about that? I, I would love, love to that. see that. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, and, and it could be a slight to Randy too. And the reason why I say that is you could almost look at that as you know what you've tried against this guy twice now and you've failed. You needed my help.
2: Mm-hmm. Now
0: I'm going to take from you what you stole from me. And not only am I going to take it from you, but I'm going to gift it to you so I can take it from you later.
1: Hmm. I love that. <clears throat> it's kind
0: of like, like I, the,
1: I, it, well, it's kind of like what, Randy did to Bray. I mean, he joined him so that he could turn on him. Exactly. He joined the Wyatt family so that he could turn on him and burn his compound down. Mm -hmm. So I, yeah, I like that a lot.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, up to this point, Randy hasn't been able to get the job done. So (laughs) what better way than to get some help from Basically, the only being that we think at this point can stop Drew McIntyre. Mm -hmm. But then it also also sets up Drew and the Fiend for later down the road.
1: It does. Or it sets up Drew and the Fiend in the immediate response to it. Because if he attacks Drew, Drew, he's going to go after the Fiend for that.
0: True, um, true. And, and you do not have, have dark have matches with Drew line. last year. Yeah.
1: So, in, me, in the immediate response, it could be Drew goes after the Fiend for that. And then mm-hmm. you save that Randy feud so that it can build and culminate at WrestleMania.
0: Yep.
2: I
1: love it. I love it, love yeah. it, love it. All right, so and my I other question... It.
0: Yeah, go ahead.
1: You have to think about the downside. Somebody is going to beat The Fiend eventually. Yes. And not like the way Roman did.
0: (laughs) Yes. yes. Somebody
1: is actually going to fight The Fiend one-on-one and beat him. Who would you, if you could pick anybody to beat him, who would it be?
0: That's good that's really good. Okay. Um and you can
1: go fantasy booking if you want or you can go, you know, realistically what you think who you think will be the person to legitimately beat him excluding legitimately beat him. Yeah, excluding Goldberg and Roman. Those were um, yeah,
0: shooters. we don't get, yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, no, no. I um, mean, like, actually have
1: a good, grueling
0: match, yeah, match, and okay. beat him. So, my, I've got three people that I would like to see. One, I would like to see Alistair Black,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, because I think, um, <laughs> God, <laughs> I, th- <laughs> um, I think that um, if if built properly, and I, I know we've also gotten some things on uh, social media basically saying, you know, Alistair saying, you haven't seen, you've only seen 20% of mm-hmm. my new character. So, Aleister Black, I would also say, even though he's the champ right now, Drew McIntyre.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The reason why I say Drew is because, like, he's done a phenomenal job as champion up to this point.
1: Imagine that match. Whew.
0: But that would take Drew and elevate him even more. Mm-hmm. And that would make that championship reign that much more impactful. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And then the last thing, the last person I would say is, and it really depends on how they want to build this guy up, Keith Lee. Mm -hmm. If if they want to make him into the force that I think they're trying to make him into, then have Keith Lee beat him.
2: Hmm.
0: because he's got the size, so that part you're fine with. He's got the incredible wrestling ability, uh, but I believe that he's a guy that if they so choose to, he can be. I mean, a lot of people talk about how there are no more John Cena's and Hogan's and all that. If done properly, Keith Lee could be that guy. I say the same thing about Alistair Black Andrew. You just have to get out of the way and let them do what they do. Well.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um so I would say either of those guys, but what about what about you?
1: I think it would be kind of poetic if it came full circle and the demon beat him. Oh. Yeah. Because his first match was against Finn Balor. What if it came full circle and we got the demon versus the fiend and the demon beats him? Because the demon is undefeated.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I think that would be really interesting to have it come. He talks a lot about circles. So what if the circle comes back around and he decides to bring out the demon And the demon beats him. I also think, yeah, I also think another one that would just obviously fantasy booking because I don't think it's ever going to happen. I would like to see him go up against Undertaker again and lose. Mm.
2: Mm.
1: I think Taker could do it. I definitely think Taker could do it. And that would kind of be uh, his Achilles heel, I guess. You know, Taker was always yeah. the one person he could never beat. Yeah. I think that would be awesome.
0: So I've, I've got two questions, and then we're going to kind of wrap up here. One is f- here from John Smith. Uh, what is da- What if Dava beats him, the guy from Underground? That's a way to introduce a new character. Mm-hmm that is a good way to introduce a new character, but I personally, I don't think you be, I don't think you have the Fiend job out to Dabba to introduce his character. Um, I think there's
1: other people that would do that better.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think somebody else that could put him over. Exactly, because like I mean, Stroman. essentially, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Because essentially right now, I mean, Raw needs a shot in the arm and I believe that The Fiend will be that shot in the arm and you've got to make that guy look as untouchable as possible. Ooh. Um, Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: I just had a thought about circles. Okay. Who was Bray, if we're talking about Bray, who was his debut match against in WWE?
0: You said who was what?
1: His debut match in WWE was in a Ring of Fire match against Kane. Wow. And and he beat him. So what if that you can have that as the full circle too. You get Kane to come back inside a Ring of Fire and have Kane beat him.
0: Interesting. Interesting. I was
1: thinking full circle of The Fiend, but think of full circle of Bray.
0: Bray. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: wow, that's really good. That is really good. Okay, so my last <laughs> question to you, because I now you've got me thinking about that. We're getting deep. Um, yeah, I know. I know <laughs> we're getting deep on on the theories here. Um, what do you think a move to Raw will allow the Fiend? To do? Like, do you think that we see more storytelling character work by him moving to Raw?
1: I think we see more creativity. I think we see more extreme things from Bray. I think that, um, I think USA Network is a little bit more. I don't want to say loose, but you know we know the Fox is owned by Disney now, right? Is that right? Did I, if did they're I
0: not, they're going to be pretty soon.
1: Right. So I think Disney and Fox are going to be a little bit more restrictive on how dark he can get and how crazy and outlandish he can get. And I don't think the mm-hmm. USA Network will, will be that kind of be as restrictive so I think he will be a lot darker. I think we may see some of the things that you know close friends have Bray Bray have said we haven't seen anything yet. I think we may actually start to see these things.
0: I agree. I agree. I think he'll he'll be allowed to go a little bit. Further deeper into what he wants to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think they'll truly be able to I don't want to say give free reign because whenever you're working with a creative department, there's only so you know, there's only so much, you know, say that you have ultimately, but I think he'll get a lot more creative input.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think he'll be able to tell I think he'll be able to get closer to to the story he truly wants to tell. Yes. Going by going to by going to Raw. So
2: mm-hmm. I would
0: really, really love to see um uh, to see him there. Moda, you know, kind of to sum all this up, Moda brings up a good point. Uh, I think the Fiend needs Raw as much as Raw needs the Fiend. The Fiend mm-hmm. has been able to take out legends and done more damage on Raw than he has on SmackDown. Yes. 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 I,
1: yes. And Sean has said this a couple of times to you that, you know, USA Network likes the dark stuff. You know, they like the supernatural mm-hmm. things they did. uh, Like, yeah, like you said, the purge TV show, which was yeah fantastic, by the way, if you haven't seen yeah. the purge TV show, or any of the movies for that matter. But the TV Very show true. was fantastic. Um, So I think they will definitely allow him to be darker.
0: I agree with that. <laughs> so yeah, I think USA
1: Network is going to unleash the fiend.
0: <laughs> unleash him.
1: I like that.
0: Let him go. Let him. Mm-hmm. Let him do his thing. Because honestly, and uh, I think we've got KJ Carter. Hello. Um, I, 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 mean, yeah. Go ahead and let let the fiend do his thing. Let him in. And let him in, and let <laughs> him take mm-hmm. this show and make it a fun three hour show. Mm -hmm. Turn it back into the A show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly at least for the first little bit, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have him on screen per se but I would have him affecting things in each hour Mm -hmm. somehow, some way. Yep. Um, Not necessarily him on screen all the time but
1: yeah yeah I would like to for him to like USA network to get him to that place where you never know when he's going to show up. Yeah. And I think, I mean, SmackDown did okay with that, you know, with the Kevin Owens feud. Cause we were like, wait, what he's feuding with KO. What? But I think you really need to put that horror back into the fiend that you're just like, Oh man, when is he going to show? He could attack anybody at any minute at any time. And I think SmackDown has kind of lost that horror side to him. Mm -hmm. So I think it would be really great, you know, to have USA Network kind of give that back. And, you know, like you said, kind of tease a lot of things throughout the night and just be like, who's he going to attack? Have him attacking, you know, random people for no reason. Not for no reason. You know what I mean?
0: I know what you mean. I know what you mean.
1: Have him just attack random people because he wants to cause chaos.
0: Just because it's Monday.
1: Just because it's Monday night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: that's it. <laughs> no, I don't need any other reason. I just need it. I just need him to do it because it's I Monday.
1: Want to scare everybody and cause chaos and yes. put people into the state of panic.
0: Yes. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, this was a fun hour.
1: <laughs> it went by. Um
0: Yeah, yeah, it did. Um, thank you guys for joining us um, again to go over the rest of the week. Tomorrow night we have our Impact Watch Along stream. They're uh, leading up to Bound for Glory on the 24th, so that will be great. We have our uh, podcast on Wednesday night. And this week, special day, special time for the hot tag. Thursday at 7 p.m. Be there or be square. Um, <laughs> and if you like taking us on the go, if you want to listen to the shows on the go, uh, we're on just about every single podcasting platform. So Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, you name it, we're there. So uh, take us on the go and uh, listen to these shows. Um Back and you know let us know your thoughts And everything and come up with some Theories of your own so when you Come back to the show next week uh, we can Talk about some of those but um, Jody any final Thoughts
1: There's some new merch out there
0: Okay yeah yeah tell everybody About that
1: there's an ugly Christmas sweater Oh (laughs) There is also some Christmas Tree ornaments which is fantastic (laughs) But there is an ugly Christmas tree or an ugly Christmas sweater. And it's awesome.
0: Awesome. There's always new stuff. Always. Always. (laughs) (laughs) Always. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And we will be seeing you, some of you, tomorrow night. But we'll have our next episode of Abby's Window next Monday night, 6 p.m. Eastern. Join us. Take care everyone. Enjoy the draft tonight. Uh, Hopefully, Raw is really good. Go ahead.
1: Okay, so tomorrow at noon, you guys keep me in your your thoughts and prayers and send well wishes because I have a two-minute video chat with Bray tomorrow at noon. So, I'm mildly in complete panic mode.
0: Don't panic. It's just it's (laughs) gonna be awesome because you're gonna get the talk to Bray, so it's gonna be awesome.
1: Okay, that's all I gotta say now.
0: But keep Brandy, I mean not Brandy, keep Jody in your thoughts. (laughs) Um send her positive vibes (laughs) because She's talking to the man, the myth, the legend, and (laughs) it's going to be a lot of fun for her. So, all right, guys, we are going to take off now. And again, thank you guys for joining us, and we will see you next time. Take care.